Hello, and welcome back to the podcast, episode 39. And for the first time ever, I am not recording this in my car. I'm actually recording this in my classroom. I am on vacation this week, but I just filmed an episode of the YouTube channel and I went around in my empty school and took video of what a typical American school looks like. So that will be up on the YouTube channel soon. But I wanted to get an episode of the podcast out sooner rather than later. And today's episode is actually going to come from the YouTube channel. I think it will be helpful if you have the audio for this, because if you are like me, you like to listen to podcasts while you're doing chores around the house, maybe your dishes maybe shoveling snow like I have had to do because we got another snowstorm yesterday. We got about five inches or so. But I did want to make this audio available if you don't need to see the video with it. If you have seen the title of the episode, you will know that there are two separate sections for this episode. One is where I break down the lyrics of Justin Bieber's song, Yummy. I had a lot of fun doing it. And some of the lyrics were actually quite complicated. Now, if you've ever heard the song... Of course, Yummy and Hey Babe are said a lot. But when you get into some of the actual lyrics, there is some good stuff there that will help you learn English. So, of course, I encourage you to listen to the song if you haven't. It's not bad. It's quite catchy, even for an old guy like myself. And then you can listen to the audio. At times, I actually sound like an English teacher talking to my students because much of the song is very similar to poetry. So I hope you like it. If you need to see the words, you can, of course, watch the YouTube video that has the transcript. I actually flash all of the lyrics up above my head so it doesn't interfere with the transcript or the subtitles. I hope you like it. I had fun doing it. And I am actually trying to put together one for Billie Eilish's new song. I think it's called No Time to Die. And that one's a little slower, but there are some great techniques 
that she uses, and the English might be a little easier to understand than Justin Bieber's song, Yummy. And the second section of this podcast is all about idioms, cat idioms. There are nine of them. Ivan from Russia got with me, and he said he is listening to the first episode. And that one is also about idioms. And he said that he was having trouble memorizing them. And I told him that when I do these episodes, I really would hate for someone to have to try to memorize these idioms. What I hope is that you will hear them. And maybe if a native speaker says them to you, you will understand what they're talking about. But I don't think it is necessary to memorize them. I hope that at least you are aware of them after listening to the podcast and will recognize them when a native speaker uses one in front of you. But I also hope you will get English listening practice when I go over some of the examples for each of the idioms. So that is my intention when I introduce idioms on the podcast. It's not so that you will memorize them. It is just so you will recognize them if a native speaker says them. Now, if you actually turn around and use it yourself, that's a bonus. But I just want to make you aware of some of these things that are difficult to translate. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. If you've already heard it on the YouTube channel and seen it, it might be helpful. But if you can't get YouTube in your country, like I know in China and Iran, some people can get the podcast, but they can't get the YouTube channel. So I wanted to make this audio available and hopefully it helps you with all of your language learning. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your support, listening, and all that stuff, reaching out. It's always nice to hear from you guys. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, and welcome back to another video. Today is President's Day in the United States. 
And if you would like to learn more about that, I did a whole podcast about a half hour long on all of the details about President's Day in the United States. And I go into a little bit about the life of George Washington, our first president, and Abraham Lincoln, our 16th president. So if you'd like to check that out, I'll leave the uh, link in the description box. But today what I would like to talk about is listening to music to try to learn English better. And the song that I've chosen today is Yummy by Justin Bieber. So when I am learning my Italian, I do often listen to Italian music and it's usually kind of poppier stuff, kind of like Justin Bieber stuff. Um, It's kind of the opposite of what I listen to in English. I listen to a lot of older rock, but I got into uh, Emma. Not sure if you've ever heard of her, but uh, she has a song I listen to over and over again called Let Agazzi Come Me. Let Agazzi Come Me. So it's like the girls like me. I'm probably not her target audience. I'm a 44-year-old guy, but I like the song. It's catchy. Ultimo. I love that guy. Some of my Italian friends make fun of me for liking Ultimo, but um, his Piccola Stella song, Se la piccola stella che porto, it's a great song. It's a great song. So, and another one I listen to is uh, Dove e Quando. Dimmi dove e quando, tell me uh, where and when, or when and where, I think it is. Uh, It's just good stuff. So I wouldn't say spend most of your time listening to music because uh, musicians, when they sing, they don't sound exactly like they do when they talk or when someone just talks normally. But I think it is a way to mix it up a little bit So not just reading, not just listening to podcasts, but have a little fun. You get that repetition going on over and over, three minutes. I think it helps you learn the language a little bit. So I would mix in some music. So today we'll talk about Justin Bieber. But while I'm thinking about it, if you wouldn't mind hitting that thumbs up button, If you've been liking the content that I've been providing, think about subscribing, maybe ring that bell so you'll get notifications when I post another video. Last night, I put on HelloTalk, an app I love because it allows me to talk to people who are learning Italian and they can talk to me, but it's also a good way to get quick feedback for the YouTube channel because people will often respond very quickly. And last night I asked, are there any Justin Bieber fans out there? Would you like me to do a song lyric video on Justin Bieber's latest video? And I got a lot of likes. I got a lot of little hearts, people saying, yeah, I would watch that video. And so I'm trying to, of course, generate more views for the channel. So I thought Justin Bieber is kind of popular now. In fact, I went on the internet 
to look for what the most popular song right now is. Justin Bieber wasn't the first, but there were a lot of songs that I couldn't talk about just because there was so much swearing and just a lot of language I would not want to say on this channel. So then I did a little search around the world. Yummy, Justin Bieber. How is it doing on the charts? Is it a well-known song? Are people listening? And what I found was France, it was the number 21 song at one time. Italy, number 10, pretty high. And I know a lot of my uh, viewers are from France and Italy. Brazil, it ranked 45th. So some people were listening. Germany, 15th, so pretty high. I'm sad to say that in the US, it was the number two song one week. Number two. And let's not forget, Justin Bieber is not American. He is Canadian. And I did a whole episode on British English versus American English, and I didn't really even barely talk about Canadian, but he is Canadian. He is not American. Let's not forget that. Singapore, it was the number two song one week. And I know I have some viewers in Singapore. Luckily for Ukraine and Russia, there was no information. I don't think Justin Bieber did very well in Russia or Ukraine. I'm not Russian, I'm not Ukrainian, but as an American, when I think about Russia or Ukraine, the music is a little tougher than Justin Bieber. So if you're mad at me right now, you're probably not watching. You probably turned off or maybe you saw the thumbnail and you were like, Justin Bieber, I'm not gonna watch him. But if you are upset and still watching, I'm going to give you a list of names that you can blame because I might have come up with the idea of Justin Bieber, but these people encouraged me they gave me some likes. They left comments saying, I would watch that video. So here are the list of people you should blame or the people you should thank if you really like this topic. So Ashley from China, she was one of the first people to comment. And I'm not sure, I have heard that YouTube in China is very difficult to get. You might need a VPN. So I hope Ashley can watch because she was one of the first people to say, yeah, Justin Bieber, he's all right. Uh, Lincoln Lydia from Uzbekistan. She also said, it's a good thing. Uh, Constantine from Kazakhstan, Anna, Russia, Mario Kart 7, Brazil. And you guys know who you are. Maybe people are gonna blame you. Zul, Indonesia, Minuela, Germany. Another one from Kazakhstan, Aya, Laura from Italy, Gabrielle from Italy. Okay, so <clears throat> it's on them. Don't blame me, okay? Blame them. So let's break down some of the lyrics for Justin Bieber's song, Yummy. And when I say break down, that is a phrasal verb. I did, 
always point to the wrong side, but I did a video on all of the phrasal verbs with break, if you would like to check that out. But breakdown literally means to take it piece by piece, take it word by word, and we will sort of translate or analyze the lyrics to make them more understandable for someone who might be learning English. Here's the good news. The song is like three minutes long and he says yummy a lot. So right there, we'll talk about yummy and you already know like half the song. So yummy is what kids often say, usually little kids, when they taste something that is good. So big piece of birthday cake, little kid dives into it, starts eating, He'll, he might say yummy, oh, yummy. So there you go, you got 50% of the song out of the way. <clears throat> now, and if you've seen the video, you will um, see that he does have a lot of food in front of him. So I guess he could be talking about food throughout the whole song, but I don't believe it. I think he is talking about his partner. And I don't know, could be a girl, it could be a guy. There are actually some lines in here that make me think it is a guy. But, and I did a little research. I think sometimes Justin Bieber has said he was gay. I think sometimes he said he was straight. I'm not gonna judge. Maybe he likes both. So as we go through these song lyrics, you might hear me refer to that person as his partner, his girlfriend, but he's got someone, and it's only one person. We'll go into those lyrics too. It's just one person he's committed to, but we will go into that. But just know I might go back and forth between partner and girlfriend. So now that we've gotten the title out of the way, I will put a link up somewhere there. I can't remember what side it goes on for the actual video if you haven't seen it and you would like to watch it. I am not a Justin Bieber fan, not at all. Let me be clear about that. But in watching the video a couple times for what I'm talking about today and listening to the song several times, I must admit it is pretty catchy. It's not bad, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of enjoy the song. I have some chores to do around the house, which is why I'm dressed in an older kind of sweatshirt. May look like what I normally wear, but I'm doing some chores. I might have a little Justin Bieber yummy playing in the background while I'm doing those chores, since it's President's Day and I am on vacation this week. But let's talk about the video. <clears throat> and I, will, I don't dare play the song, I'm gonna ask you to do that on your own because I don't want the video to get taken down. You know, they might, I might get a copyright infringement, but I think I can post like some pictures from the video. And one funny picture is a man, he's cutting up circus peanuts with a knife and fork. And I hope you don't have circus peanuts as candy in your country because, in my opinion, they are very gross, very gross, very little taste 
if I could describe the taste at all, it's a little bit like paper and maybe a little bit of faint light fruit, like maybe orange or mango they're going for, but they, they don't feel very good in your mouth either. But there is a man who is cutting up circus peanuts and I found that to be pretty funny. Now, of course, I'm, I'm 44 years old. I could probably be Justin Bieber's dad. And I had a hard time looking at his eyebrows, which seemed like a normal color for hair, brownish, and his actual hair, which was pink or purple maybe, blue, green. It's some, it, it was troubling for me. It took me a while to adjust and I'll be flashing pictures of his hair. But again, I'm old. If you're watching and you're young, you may like that look. I, I should try that. I don't have a lot of hair left, but maybe one day I will paint my hair, dye my hair pink. Just leave the eyebrows this color, kind of grayish brown. I'll try that. <clears throat> um, at the beginning, I thought he had a big cake in front of him. I was like, oh, that looks kind of tasty. That looks kind of yummy. But the more I watched, it was just plain white bread, which was kind of funny. It made me laugh. He's talking about these yummy things, possibly food, at least in the video, it's a lot of food, but it's some of the plainest food there is, like white bread. Um, I think there was a part where there was water with just a lemon in it. So not even any fancy drinks or anything like a, a martini or a cocktail of some sort. So it was kind of funny. And then he also had um, jello molds, jello molds there, which are notoriously bad foods in the United States. He has a couple different jello molds. I just use that word notorious. It's a pretty good word to know in English. It means famous for a bad reason, notorious. Some might say Justin Bieber was notorious at one point in his career. If you remember, maybe before you were born, but he was very popular. For some reason, people liked his music. And then he went away for a little while. I think he got into trouble. He might've gotten arrested, but now he's back. So at one point he might've been notorious, like famous for some of the bad things he did, but he's still young. Maybe he's getting his life back on track. So now that we've broken down the title, talked a little bit about the video, let's actually break down these lyrics. So besides a whole bunch of yummy, yummy, yeah, babe, yeah, baby, like that's a lot of the song. And if, if you, yeah, babe, in case you don't know what yeah, babe is, it's what well, you know, yeah, but babe is a, we call it a pet name, a pet name. It's something nice you might call someone you love. So in English, we often say honey or baby or babe or sweetie. 
honey pie. I don't know. There's usually sweet little names <clears throat> and they're called pet names. So he says, yeah, babe, a lot. So he's agreeing with the babe, with his girlfriend, with his partner. Now the first like actual stanza, maybe we'll talk about stanza a little bit. So in prose writing, and I know I'm going to start sounding like the English teacher that I am, but I will talk slowly. And if you stick with this video, you will learn a lot of English. In prose writing, which is like the normal writing, we have paragraphs to separate what is written. And a lot of times paragraphs have like a central idea. Sometimes they're there to just break up the writing for the reader. Readers like to see white paper. It's less intimidating. So paragraphs are for prose, but when we talk about song lyrics or poetry, we talk about stanzas, stanzas. I know it means something different in Italian, but a stanza is how poetry is broken up. And in the first stanza that has more lyrics than just, yeah, babe, or yummy, he says, say the word on my way, any night, any day, say the word. What he is saying to his partner is you let me know whatever you need. You want me to come over? You want to meet up? I'm there. Just say the word. He's there on my way. I am coming to see you. I am doing what you need me to do any night, any day. Sounds like 24 seven. He is going to be there for that person if they need him. He also says in the morning or late kind of emphasizing that any night, any day in the morning or late. And <clears throat> I'm not going to sing. I can't sing. You don't want me to sing. So I'm just going to, to read the words that I've written down if that's okay. The next stanza that has lyrics, real lyrics, we should really talk about. And this is the part that I'm not sure he might be talking about a guy. Bonafide stallion. Bonafide, that means true, real. Stallion, horse, stud. Sometimes horses, male horses are called studs. Sometimes attractive, buff, muscular men are also called studs in English. So bonafide stallion, it makes me think he's talking about a guy. You don't normally call a woman a stallion. You might hear Philly, Philly, that's a female horse, Philly, but all right. So he uses a metaphor here, a metaphor. It's when you compare two things, but you actually don't come out and say it. Um, poets will often use like colors to represent emotions. Like if somebody uses the color red in a poem or a song, it might mean that there is love involved or passion or anger. If a poet uses green, it could be envy, could be jealousy. 
if a poet or a song has the color white, it could mean like purity or innocence, which is often why brides, when they are married, are wearing white dresses. It symbolizes or it signifies purity. So he does this through a couple lines here, uses this whole horse thing that he's comparing his partner to. So bonafide stallion, you ain't in no stable. So not the best English there, but that's how people talk. A lot of English teachers might tell you, don't use ain't. A lot of people do. It means like is not, ain't. And he actually uses a double negative there. Ain't and no, talking about the same thing, <clears throat> it shouldn't. If, if, if this was like grammatically correct English, you would say, you aren't in a stable, but that might not make for the best song lyric. It might not fit into the beat that well. So he says, you ain't in no stable, you on the run. So if we're talking about this horse thing, comparing his partner to a horse, if they were in a stable, that is where horses stay, where they live, and he's saying, you're not there. You are not in one place. You are on the move. You are on the run. You are all over the place. You are not standing still. So it seems like there's a lot of respect for this bonafide stallion because he really likes the fact that this person is not standing still. They are making things happen. The next line I really like um, because it shows that he is committed to um, his partner. And of course, as a dad of a daughter and a son, you know, I want my kids to have boyfriends and girlfriends that are committed. And this is what he's talking about. He's committed. There is no other for him. He has one partner. Ain't on the side. You're number one, ain't on the side. You are not on the side, which comes from this thing is probably like <clears throat> side hustle, side hustle. If you've never heard what side hustle is, it could mean like a part-time job. For example, I am an English teacher. That's my normal job. But one of my hobbies is making YouTube videos. And some people might call that their side hustle. It's like what they do for maybe fun or for another job. And sometimes people say, oh, I got a girl on the side, which means I have a girlfriend, but I'm cheating with another one on the side, side hustle, side hustle. So he's saying, you're not on the side. You are my number one. You are my number one. I guess it's not really saying that he doesn't have others, but this person, this stallion that he's talking about is his number one. So I guess that's a good thing. I wish he would have said, you're my only one, but he doesn't. He says, you're number one. So I guess there could be others. All right, continuing with the next stanza that has actual words, the next line is, 50-50, or the way he pronounces it, 
it's fitty fitty with almost like a d fitty 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 love the way you split it so 50 50 if we're talking about a relationship we're talking about some give and some take 50 50 we're talking about compromise so in a relationship you should have some give and some take and what i mean by that is that maybe one night your partner wants to go to the movies but you don't want to go but since they want to go you give in a little bit and you're like all right i'll go and you have a good time it's not exactly what you wanted to do but you gave in and you did it now the next night you really might want mexican food and your partner may want different food or maybe they want to stay in but maybe because you went to that movie for them they will do what you want so that's give and take 50 50 in a relationship so he's not the boss he doesn't say what happens all the time and neither does his partner they're 50 50 love the way you split it now he's flexing a little bit in the next line and i did make a podcast about this idiom called flexing flexing it's when you show off it's when you show off so like if you have a lot of money you might wear diamond rings you might wear jewelry sometimes that is called bling bling fancy flashy stuff so he said that he has 100 racks or 100 racks 100 racks a rack is a thousand dollars so he's basically saying i got a hundred thousand dollars with me and he wants this person to help him spend it so he's giving a little back to that person we know justin bieber is a very rich man i'm sure 100 racks is probably nothing to him but he's like hey help me spend this i'll buy you something nice the next thing he says is light a match so you know lighting a fire you might light a cigarette with it or something or a candle maybe something very innocent you could light a candle he's not talking about lighting a candle here he says light a match get liddy babe <clears throat> get liddy i am pretty sure means get lit or get high and he's probably talking about smoking a little weed with this person smoking marijuana smoking ganja there are a ton of names for marijuana in english light a match get liddy babe that jet set watch the sunset that jet set watch the sunset so you probably know what most of that means that line but jet set a jet setter is someone again flexing who has a lot of money and they're never in one place they're like flying to paris to watch the sunset maybe the next day they're flying to new york city a jet setter travels a lot and they have a lot of money all right almost done here but if there are kids watching if you're under 18 i'm asking you shut shut the channel off right now just go to something else maybe watch 
the Justin Bieber video. Maybe I'll put another link up there. So for the rest of this, um, the lyrics have been pretty clean, like not dirty, not sexual in any way. PG-13 is a rating we have for movies in the United States. So everybody under 13 probably could have heard those lyrics. It's going to get a little adult here. And, but I will still try to do my best to keep it as clean as possible, not dirty. So the next line of significance, the next important line that isn't yummy or ya yeah, babe, ya yeah, babe, is rolling eyes back in my head, make my toes curl. All right. Eyes rolling in the back of your head. All right. Uh, like the dark part of your eye is called the pupil, the pupil. And it literally is when the pupils roll up here and you can't see them. Toe, like this, let's pretend these are my toes. Toes curling means going like that. So if you picture that in your head, what is happening to that person, eyes rolling back, toes curling, I'm pretty sure they're talking about something that most couples will only do together and alone in a room where there's privacy. So I think that's what he's talking about. Rolling eyes back in my head, make my toes curl. I think that person is really, really making him happy. The next stanza talks about standing up Keep me on the rise. Okay. I got to be very careful with this one because I don't think he's talking about literally getting up off a chair. <clears throat> Justin Bieber is male, of course. And he has male parts. So when we're talking about standing up, I think he's talking about the part that makes him male, like standing up, keep me on the rise. I think it goes along with the eyes rolling back in the head. Lose control of myself. It means he can't control the way he acts. He is like super carefree. He doesn't worry about the rules anymore. The next one is I am compromised, compromised. It usually, when we talk about compromise, it's like spies. Like if they are working undercover where they are kept secret, if they've been compromised, it means they have been found out. So he has been compromised. He can't control himself. He can't be in check of his emotions when he is around this person. He's a different person. He is free. He lets go. You're incriminated, which means like this person has broken the law of some sort. Incriminated. It means, yeah, a criminal breaking the law, going to jail, incriminated. No disguise. So I guess they can just um, release all the guards that might be up around them 
when they are with other people, <coughs> excuse me, and they can just be themselves. They can be free. And I think, yeah, the last line of significance right here. And you ain't ever running low on supplies. I think the supplies he is talking about is the way his partner makes him feel. The way that they feel good with each other. There's no shortage of the way this person looks maybe, the way this person acts. Justin Bieber really likes this person and they supply him with good things. All right, that's gonna do it for today. It went a little long. If you are still watching, thank you so much. Hopefully it wasn't too boring. Hopefully you are leaving this video knowing exactly what Justin Bieber was talking about. Yeah, baby, yummy, yeah, baby. So, um, you know, hit that like button, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to another video. This one today on idioms with cats. A couple days ago, I put out a video of just idioms in general. There were six of them. Today, I feel like I have to do nine. There are so many idioms with cats in English. But I wanted to limit it to the nine most common that you might hear. So that's what we'll do today. But before we get into that video, I'm hoping that if you are enjoying the content, subscribe, give me a like. They mean so much. Some of the comments that have been coming in really make me want to continue doing these videos because People are saying that they are helping and that makes me feel so good. For instance, Louisa Lu, I believe is her name. Louisa Lu from Taiwan. It's a great comment she left on the video I made for why you should feel good about yourself when learning English. I think we are too hard on ourselves. So I made a video for that. She said it really helped her. And that really made me feel good that somebody's watching and it's helping. Also, lots of subscribers over the last weekend or so. Thank you so much. The contest is still going on. If you're watching this before January, excuse me, February 21st, 2020, <clears throat> for every comment, for every new subscriber, I will put your name into the drawing for a free half hour tutoring session with me. Now, some people may not want that. I am going to draw a name nine o'clock this Friday. If I get in contact with that person and they might say, I don't wanna to talk to you, I will draw another name, I promise. Somebody will be sitting down with me 
either audio, video, and we will be talking about English for a half hour to try to get you to become better at English. A couple new subscribers I would like to give a shout out to, Matt Lappinen, thank you so much for subscribing just this morning, and Ali Lowe, thank you so much. It means a lot. We're up to 168. And if we get 200 by Friday, doesn't look like we will, but if we do, I will draw two names for that free tutoring session. And I also plan on doing more contests in the future, probably one over on the podcast, maybe one to try to get some more Instagram followers, just to kind of spread the word about the channel. And who knows, do some more for followers and comments on the YouTube channel, if that's what people like. Seems like some people like it, others won't, but I figured if one person likes it, might be a good thing to do. Nine idioms, cats only, all cats. Apparently, cat videos are very popular on the internet, so I thought, let's do some idioms with cats. I've already done one on the previous video with idioms, and that was cat got your tongue. So check that video out if you haven't, but these are nine new ones. Number one, catnap. You might hear a native speaker say catnap. And that means a short little nap. Probably that person might not even have gone to bed. Might have just got a real quick, close their eyes, five, 10, 15 minutes, woke up, got a little bit of energy. Somebody might ask that person, oh, did you get, a, did you get in a little cat nap? Did you get in a little cat nap? So catnap, pretty simple. It means a super short nap. Number two, a cat burglar. A cat burglar. This is a person who sneaks into houses, usually very quietly and at night, much like a cat might do, very soft steps and steals your stuff. A cat burglar. Pretty simple. If you ever hear of a cat burglar, it is a person who goes into people's houses at night, tiptoeing around and taking their stuff. Nobody likes a cat burglar. Don't be a cat burglar. Number three, nobody likes these people either. Copycats, copycats. You hear this a lot with little kids. Like if they get an idea, let's say they're sitting in class and they get this really unique idea for a project they are doing. Maybe they are going to glue little green stars all over their art project. Well, the person next to them, maybe they haven't come up with an idea on their own. So they look over, oh, little green stars. I'm going to do the same thing too. It's copycat. Nobody likes a copycat. Kids aren't the only ones who can be copycats. What if you want to surprise your family and you put a pool in your backyard and then your neighbor sees that and then two weeks later, they're like, we need to have a pool too. That would be a copycat. All right, number four, scaredy cat. 
scaredy cat. Uh, in the last idioms video, I talked about chickening out. That's when you want to do something, but you become too scared to do it. Some people might call you a scaredy cat. A scaredy cat is a person who is scared or afraid to do something. A scaredy cat. For instance, a lot of times right before I make a video, I get a little scared. I'm still new at this. I've only had a YouTube channel for about a month. I've been teaching for a long time, but getting on camera and kind of looking like an idiot sometimes, I become a bit of a scaredy cat and I have to give myself a little talk. Sometimes we call it a pep talk. Gotta give myself a little pep talk saying, you can do it, you can do it. You might look like an idiot, but it's okay. You'll make a video and hopefully people will like it. Number five, fight like cats and dogs. I couldn't just get in one with only cats. I had to include the dogs. So some people are cat people, some people are dog people. That's what we call it in English. If people like cats better, we will call them cat people. And if people like dogs better, we'll call them dog people. And fighting like cats and dogs means they don't get along with each other. Little kids, maybe siblings, brothers and sisters, some siblings, you put them in the same room, they are going to fight like cats and dogs eventually. Give them enough time, they will find something to argue over. Fight like cats and dogs. Some couples, I hope you are not involved in a couple like this, but boyfriends, girlfriends, husband, wives, couples often fight like cats and dogs. That can't be a very good relationship if you're always fighting. Number six, let the cat out of the bag. Let the cat out of the bag. That means there was some secret, maybe a surprise party for somebody's birthday. And then an idiot, I'm using that word a lot in this video, an idiot spoils the surprise. They ruin the surprise. They tell the person, oh, hey, we're gonna have a surprise party for you. They let the cat out of the bag. They let the secret out. It's no longer a secret. You let the cat out of the bag. Number seven, it's like hurting cats. Hurting cats, not hurting, like ouch, ouch. Hurting, like sheep, when you try to get them all in the same place. Sometimes we say, oh, it's like herding cats. For instance, what, I only have two children, but I can see if you have like three or four children and they're all young and they need to wait to have their teeth brushed and maybe you have a line of other kids, but little kids, you know, they never stay in the same spot. They're always wandering around. You could say it's like hurting cats to get them to brush their teeth. Wait, no, no, come back here, come back here. It's like hurting cats. Puppies, so, I'm sorry. This video, nah, I don't, this video is about cats. I can't use dogs. Cats and dogs don't get along with each other. I'm gonna do it anyways. Puppies, 
if you have a litter of puppies, and that's what a group of puppies is called, if you have a litter of puppies and you're trying to get them all in the same place, it would be like herding cats, only they're dogs. Number eight, this is probably the most common one. This is the one I use with my students when I introduce idioms. Raining cats and dogs. It's raining cats and dogs. Don't know where that comes from. Like a lot of these idioms, it just doesn't make sense. But if it is raining like cats and dogs, it's raining really hard. It's pouring. Raining cats and dogs. And number nine. The reason why I picked nine idioms, by the way, because in English, we often say that a cat has nine lives. So maybe they are really lucky and they should have died. Maybe they got themselves into trouble, but it is said that a cat has nine lives. So that's why I picked nine. They are very lucky when it comes to near-death experiences. That's not the number nine idiom. The number nine idiom is, while the cat's away, the mice will play. While the cat's away, the mice will play. Cats are known for chasing mice, right? If you have a old farmhouse, a barn, it's my kids running around, and you have a lot of mice in this house, you might get a cat to try to get rid of them. So while the cat's away, the mice will play, which means, let's see, as a teacher, if I left the classroom, some of my students would probably get into a little bit of trouble. They would go crazy. I can't leave. So while the cat's away, me, the students will play. While the cat's away, the students will play. Some people use this, let's say there's a boyfriend and a girlfriend, right? And the girlfriend has to go out of town. The boyfriend might act a little crazy. Hopefully he won't cheat on his girlfriend, but maybe he throws kind of a wild party. And so while the cat's away, the mice will play. It means if there is nobody watching this person or this group, they are likely to get into trouble. Okay, that just about does it for this video. I hope uh, my English was clear enough. I hope you learned a little something. Maybe you knew a couple of these already because they are very common. But thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next time.